0: Bringing it home with Sarah and Tanil. Sarah! Hey, friend! We've almost made it through January. Whew. January is always a marathon month. You know, <laughs> it really is. And, you know, 2020 into 2021. I know. We just don't keep it moving. We are. We (laughs) are. Keep it moving. (laughs) But, you know, one thing that we've had to really do, you know, we're still in this pandemic. Right. When we first started talking about this, we didn't know how long it was going to go on, but here we are. We're still here. And, you know, a lot of us are parenting During the pandemic.
1: Yes, Um, we have been. We are
0: continuing to, and some things have changed. Some some things have changed. Some things are just kind of rolling along, but we've got some help today. Yes, thank goodness. (laughs) Yes, we've got some help today. On the line with us, um, we've got Dr. Jennifer Ward, and she is Director of Nutrition Programs. For the University of Tennessee yes. and uh, we're excited to have her because uh, we need a little input <laughs> on getting through the rest of this pandemic that's right however long that's gonna be hi Dr. Ward hello
2: good morning Thanks happy having-
0: new year to you
2: happy new year it's a good one um, my son who is seven uh, was asking me about the new year and said in twenty twenty one the pandemic's over, right? We don't have to wear masks. And I had to break the news to him that uh indeed it was still going and we still
1: have to wear masks. Yeah, it's still going. There wasn't like a magic wand at the stroke of midnight. Oh I wish there had been.
0: I wish there had been. So one of the challenges that you know every year we deal with this, whether it's a pandemic or not, um after we've come off the holidays, just trying to get back on some kind of schedule. Um, the sleep schedule's been off and, you know, especially in a lot of areas, kids aren't going to school every day. And so it's right. hard to get on a schedule of uh, we're, we're just all over the place. Can you talk <laughs> to us about how we can kind of get back on some type of schedule?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I I think it is, it's relevant that we're in the middle of a pandemic too, because you know,
0: you say, like, getting back on track. Like, what is the, what is the track? That I'm is there to a track anymore? <laughs> We've yeah, fallen off the track. The
2: track. <laughs> yeah, everything's, everything's different, and we're adapting all the time, and parents are adapting, and kids are adapting, too. Uh, my background is in child and family studies and in child development, uh, and I wrote a little bit about this at the beginning of the pandemic. We really have to give ourselves some grace during this time, uh, and so... Figure out what's you know my best advice is to figure out what's what's really important. Sleep is really important. Yes. eating is really important. <laughs> yes, you know, those things. <laughs> identify those priorities. You know, make uh, make a schedule, stick to that. Think about those things that are really important, and let some other things go. You know, the holidays can be really stressful, and we think you know you might need you might if you celebrate Christmas, you might want to get Santa pictures, and you got to get cards out and do all those things, but sometimes we can let some things go for, you know, for our mental health. So really for me, I think it's about managing our expectations, mm. what we can really do, and then um, and prioritizing those things that are, that are important and sticking to that. And of course, I think eating well, sleeping well, and moving our bodies are probably among the top priorities uh, for me and my family.
1: That's some great advice. I love that. So you've talked about eating. And, and we do it. <laughs> That's, That's important
2: to do. Out feel of everything
1: that.
0: she said, somehow we picked up on eating. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I I mean, like most people fall off the track on that over, you know, November, December, those months. And then January, let's face it, it's cold. I want comfort. I like my sweats. You know, like, <laughs> so Absolutely. do you have some tips to kind of help us get back on track with specifically eating? Because, You know, I know even my kids, like, we we just all need to reboot.
0: There's been a lot of junk food, you know, we were making cookies and candies and doing all these things. How do we kind of rope it back in? We're home more because of social
1: distancing and our school situation. So, you know, do you have some some guidance for us there?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I was I was at the store the other day, and I walked past the the cookie dough, and I almost grabbed it, and I thought, no, no, that was just for Christmas. For Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> and then you know maybe not this time. Maybe it's not in every every time at the grocery store. I think that's how you know I like to use of the, the sweatpants. Um, I have a good friend, and she actually works at UT. Also, and said these yoga pants are lying to me. I tried to put on my jeans, and my yoga pants are lying. So, yes. Um, yeah, we might all notice a little bit of a difference after the holidays, and especially after quarantine too. Um, holidays do come with a lot of of extra indulgences, and we can think about it that way and know that food is part of our culture, and we celebrate that way, and we can appreciate it and put it in that kind of box. But then. Uh, As we're moving forward, uh, not to moralize food, food isn't good or bad, it fuels us and that some foods are just more nutritious uh, and what should make up more of our diet than others. That's okay to have that cookie, but we also balance it with uh, the fruits and vegetables that we know our body needs. Um, You know, I am pretty wary of diet culture and like to think about sustainable changes, So, you know, I'm usually wary of those really big, intensive, restrictive diets. They just don't work uh, long-term, and you see, most adults, when you talk about weight, uh, don't keep weight off for for a year, Most most adults that lose weight won't keep it off for a year because Mm -hmm. they're not making sustainable changes, so if we focus on those kind of basic principles low fat dairy, lots of fruits and vegetables, uh, focusing on protein and then, and do it in a way that you can keep doing it and have that cookie, have it, and then, and then balance it out later. Mm. This kind of
1: ties in, we had a podcast earlier in the month about balancing your life and that's exactly what it is. Like you can have those little indulgences, but you've also got to balance it with the healthy options and decisions
2: yeah for sure and we need to
1: teach our kids that
2: exactly i think it's really important and it isn't about the size of you know the yoga pants or whatever it's not about that it's about how our bodies feel and move and um so you know that can look a lot of different ways on the outside and i think when we're fueling ourselves appropriately then, then that's what health means yes I, that.
0: I like that too now since the kids are home more in a lot of households you know uh, some families were used to our children eating breakfast at school and lunch at school <laughs> yes. and but now all of the meals and snacks are going to be provided in the home on some days so just kind of thinking about the money that we spend over the holidays and in december january can kind of be tough financially what are some budget-friendly type of foods that we can have on hand for our kids uh, to be able to eat?
2: I like that question. That's, that's There's, you know, a lot of things that we talk about in our nutrition curriculum that are good for uh, saving money and our food resource management, as we call it. But I think there's some things that I do in my house. Um, if you have a snack, like a uh, snack a healthy snack that comes in individual sizes it's usually a lot more expensive when it's packaged that way so you mm-hmm. can buy the bigger size look at that unit price and then parse it out uh, and put it in little baggies mm-hmm. uh, reusable bags are great because then you don't have to keep buying new ones
0: right.
2: um, and put those healthy things on the lower shelf you know where the kids my kids are seven and ten and so I really like it when they get their own snacks. sometimes they act like they didn't ever learn to walk and I mean it's for them
0: uh, and I that was, continues uh, when they get 19 <laughs> oh
2: really yeah. well, I didn't want to hear that <laughs> yeah sometimes they're like stop working it's not. It's inexplicable but um, when they do work I have those snacks on the lower shelf so that they can get them easily and those treats and things are a little bit higher and uh, yeah so looking at things like the unit prices prices uh, Packaging things out in small ways that they can just grab and go themselves. The low-fat dairy, I love string cheese. Oh, um, yeah, we do too. And things like that. And and then, you know, look before you go shopping. See what you've got. I accidentally buy doubles all the time. But if you just look a little bit and plan a little bit, not a huge plan. It doesn't have to be an Excel sheet. It doesn't have to be,
0: <laughs> you know, something big. I've never thought of that.
1: an excel
0: sheet for my grocery list i know you it's about to happen it's about to happen thank you dr warren
1: (laughs) and i'm over here like does anybody have a scrap piece of paper that i can write what i think i need on (laughs) yeah
2: find that little corner of an envelope if you're like me yes
1: (laughs) there may be gum on it there may not be i don't know Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. I don't know how many really beautiful notebooks I have that I had good intentions for. (laughs) And then I lose it, and then I end up using that envelope. But yeah, just taking a look and see what you have and avoid using things like that. And use the resources that you have. A lot of the counties, especially in Tennessee, are providing some supplemental food. Those are there. There's a lot of faith groups and community groups that do that. Take advantage of it. There's no, you know, that is there for a reason. And, uh, food is important we need it so
1: that's right and a lot of schools are I know my kids go every other day and on the day like when they're there they can take home lunch for the next day you know so there are a lot of options out there advantage. so kind of to shift gears um physical activity is super important and and it's hard to maybe make sure your kids are getting enough when they're home you know it Not only are they maybe not in school every day or they're not getting recess every day. Um, If you're home and the weather's bad, you know, they can't get outside. My kids love to be outside. So that's not really an issue. But on those days where it's rainy or too cold, what do you do? Do you have some tips to make sure that you know, our kids are getting enough physical activity.
0: Yeah, because of social distancing, a lot of their yeah. sports teams are not happening, right. and you know all the things that we relied on for them or, to be active, or even
1: the park. A lot of people aren't going just to play at the parks anymore. Yeah, the playground equipment—you're yeah. just kind
0: of concerned about some things. Yeah, you're right. And
2: those indoor gyms—I know I used to take my kids to some of those, and they're not—they're oh, no. not open either. Yeah, a lot of those things that really we relied on. Even how I, you know think about the mall um the little mall playground that they'll have too. I mean that's gotta be like a, a germ nightmare so that's not happening <laughs> in a pandemic. No. So yeah, I hear you. The the department that I came from uh had an early learning center attached to it and that's at the University of Tennessee and they would always say there's no bad weather, just bad clothes. And so oh, there's a lot of weather and I think culturally that we will avoid that might be okay. Um, Sometimes what is too cold is relative, and I absolutely understand if you don't have the, the, a thick enough coat or the gloves that fit. You know, it might there might be bad weather, but there's a lot of times that I think we can go outside when we don't when we think we can't. And so I would encourage you know that kind of perspective, um, thinking about what we can wear to be appropriate outside, you know, if it's rain stuff, and. And to go and spend a little bit of time outside every day, if it really isn't possible, we know there's snowstorms and hail and all those things. We absolutely are inside more during the winter. Um, I think we can embrace technology in this instance. Uh, We, you know, I've done things with my kids, like get on YouTube. If you don't have the game system, if you don't have the dance dance, they have videos. Mm -hmm. You know, if you do have Wi-Fi and you have a way to access the YouTube videos, uh, you can see other people playing those dance games, and they'll have the song, and you can dance, too. You know, play oh, a game, that's use fun. the TV, because you know they want to be watching TV, and and dance with them. Do the ninja moves. There's uh, a great yoga for kids on online, too. You can find those resources for free, and they're really fun to do. Do it in between. The, you know, the video game or, you know, the book chapter or whatever. Do some moves around the house. Um, and, you know, it's not just about doing push-ups. You know, fun things like that, right. that can get the whole family moving.
1: Yeah, we want to encourage fun and movement for sure. Right.
2: Yeah, exactly. That goes back to that sustainability. I don't want to do push-ups all the time, but no. I'll definitely dance.
0: <laughs> That's right. Yes. Making it fun sounds like it's going to be the key to, uh, you know, the kids wanting to do it. Yeah wanting to yeah, do exactly it. any final words that you have dr ward for those who are parenting in the pandemic we don't know how much longer it's going to be going on and so uh just i guess for sanity <laughs> are there any words yeah, <laughs> yeah i think you know I, what
2: comes to mind in the research is what we call ambiguous loss so we have things that we lose, you know, we might have a death in the family or something. We can point to it and we know what's happening, but this pandemic represents ambiguous loss for us. You know, we're still in our jobs, but it's different. We're losing things that we can't necessarily point to, you know, that water cooler chat and, and things mm-hmm. like that. And it does take a toll uh, on That's ourselves true. physically and mentally. And I think we have to allow, What I said first, we have to allow some grace for ourselves. You know, we're not gonna be perfect. You know, if you're, you know, our kids are all experiencing this at the same time, so maybe some development uh, is a little delayed. Maybe some acquisition of, you know, some skills or contact or facts might be a little bit delayed. I think the priority here is just loving each other through it and being supportive and prioritizing that mental health and knowing that the rest is going to fall into place. We're all there. You know, the school systems are doing what they can, these teachers are working. So hard they are. to yes. make learning happen online and in the classroom. Uh, just giving ourselves some patience and knowing that you know we're going to get through this. Uh, I think together. That's the only way.
1: What a great thought to close us out Encouraging. today. Encouraging, yes. Dr.
0: Ward. Thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate yeah, you're so it. And I know that you're those so listening welcome. appreciate the information. And thank you for joining us for bringing it home today. In the words of Bob Marley, live the life you love.
1: And love the life you live.
0: Bye-bye.